to episode 31 of the Particle Sons podcast. I am Brandon Newman. To my right is my brother, Lance Newman. Lance, how you doing on this Friday? I'm good. All right. That's good. I'm I'm (laughs) excited. You're in the talking mood, clearly, and uh, I am here for it. Uh, What's the wildest thing you saw on WorldStar lately? I'm just going to come start off hot. Oh my goodness, Brandon! It's not a good thing. Like you, you, you don't watch the like bad glory, glory stuff. Like when people die, and for some Do reason, you have a Reddit page, a Bretta, Red. No, and you need to clean your Bretta, but a Reddit page. No, I hear good things about Reddit, or I hear things about Reddit in general, and it's a lot of stuff. It seems like it would be right up your alley. I, Is I it? think. I mean. The fact like you that you, the that. fact that you thought of ten different videos to talk about, as soon as I said World Star, makes me feel like that you've you know spent some time on Reddit as well. I mean, every morning when I get up on the toilet, I watch the the new refresh. Sometimes in the middle of the day. You know? How early do they have like new stuff up though? Because oh, when they, I was when I was when I was watching World Star, RIP to Q, it was back when he was around, mm-hmm. and by nine thirty a.m. there's probably like four videos he that. Died? Four that weren't uh, music videos. He died. The creative world star passed. Uh, Is there a conspiracy around that? Because it seems I don't think very. So. It seems very conspiracy. The way that everyone kind of took it, I don't know anything, but it seemed like it was just world like star a, is a, a health thing. World star is a terrible programming mechanism for the powers that be. So like, like I watch it because I need to stay in tune with the lump in proletariat, right? But um, I just wait for it to hit shade room. No. Nah. Well, so the, you said the wildest thing, though. So I was on it and a dude like caught his uh, wife, I guess, cheating on him. And he stabbed uh, the lover and her stabbed her to death, death, but stabbed him. And as he ran out the room, first of all, he was a lot bigger than him. So I have so many questions. Right. It was like it seemed like a nerdy dude with like glasses, but he's strong out of nowhere that you don't know. Um but yeah, man. So like, uh, no, sorry. Right. I'm gonna. Okay. He. Uh, yeah, it was terrible. I wish I could not see it. What if that? Sh- what if that was uh, shown? Like all of it. What do you mean? I'm talking when he, when it was. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm over here. I'm over thinking like you're reading a like a. Uh, who does this now? Does like the ca- captions with the still pictures and, and tell the story? Oh my You're, god! You see, you saw what she, you just she, illustrated. She's having sex with him, then is a bust through the door. The dude puts his arms out. He stabs him under the rib cage a couple of times, 
stabs him right in the chest into a corner, breaks the like little plastic chair in the corner. The guy runs out, which I think is especially weak because you was just getting some from this chick and you're going to leave her to be killed by her, <laughs> by her lover. You are Did you petty. think you just say that he's already like fatally wounded? Yeah, but still though, bro, like if if I'm going to die, you got to die with me. Like if I die, like if I get a stab to the chest, I'm going to like fight you to take the knife and you coming with me. Ain't no like I'm not dying for no reason. I mean, you've already I mean, your reason is 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 vagina. No, and, the reason and, is I, possession. And someone else is someone else's vagina. The the reason is possession. No. Knives I, don't kill people. Possessed uh, obsessive lovers who think that they own their mates kill people. Do you no, or someone that? just feels like uh, life altering, altered, I can't say it, life alternately betrayed. Betrayed so much that someone had to die. Nobody has Nobody has to die. That's the thing that we don't, that we don't get in this culture. Clearly everybody, like everybody does. You don't have to die. People, people do. Yeah, I, people do die. But I'm. It's saying too like, early in the podcast for this theory. But I'm yeah, gonna give yeah, it anyways. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking that America kind to raises like sons. Like, like think about the galaxy. The more person has people around them working for them, like the higher like a, a claim that they have. Like, and it's just like a son with just like these people. Just, I have no idea what this has to do with like infidelity and like dying. Because of the infidelity, nothing. Okay. Yeah. I well, I mean, oh, you did switch it up. You took it, you, <laughs> and I'm not. Oh, I, like you was talking about the son, and we're we're all sons individually. Sons. No, they. they it's not. It's it's. Let's go to it later, because I want. Because I'm here for the <laughs> theories. I'm here for the like. You know the metaphysical theories. I'm here for that, but I want to stay on topic a little bit and keep with the kind of sexual uh, tone of this. Now this didn't happen in the video. What sexual tone of a stabbing? Like you're talking about, like yeah, 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 yeah. like the fallacy of an of a of a, a blade in someone's body. No, 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 no. That's terrible. I'm now I'm I'm transitioning to the part before the stabbing happened, like when they were having sex. Okay. Okay. During that sex, I mean, it was just regular sex. It wasn't nothing special, right? But um, recently, Brandon, how much of the sex did you see? It was a small part. The the murder was the bulk of the video. Okay. But um, murders, I guess I should say. Um, Worst thought knows when they're cutting in and out of a video. I don't know. Um, have you ever, I mean, there's no really, there's no way to like ease into this. Um, but have you ever eaten ass? Yes. <sighs> well, I just. I'm a, I'm a football player. I mean, is that like a, rec- a prerequisite to be a football player? No, to- and also a lineman. I don't know. I think we If you eat. said you was a Q, I would understand. But like we a eat. football player? Like we eat. You eat ass? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean. Ass and grass. Ass is one of the things you can <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Ass and grass. Yeah, ass you, and you, grass. Yeah, I've been around buttholes all my life. Oh, my gosh. Under, being Healthy that dying of ass and grass makes a Hall of Famer. Ugh. Hence why my athletic prowess is what it is. Because I just, I'm not an eater. I, you don't not, believe in eating ass? Absolutely not. Not even getting your tongue a little dirty wet? Oh, you said dirty. Dirty and wet. And, oh. Dirty wet's different than dirty. Those are two adjectives dirty that should not be Dirty wet's different than dirty because dirty dry dirty or sticky is different than dirty wet. Because wet, dirty wet's like, oh, this is wet anyway. There should never be a dirty wet. 
This should only be clean. Mud is dirty wet. It is. There's I mean, diarrhea is dirty wet. There, there, there are dirty <laughs> wet things. I get, I get what is dirty wet or the concept of it, but I'm saying like that should never be involved with the sexual conversation, right? Like, Sex is dirty wet. What? When or is it dirty sexual wet? wet? When is it? It's never dirty wet. That, I mean, all it, those it, juices it, and stuff. That's not dirt. That's you know. I love dirty, walking around, but it's it's not it's not. It's not sanitized. It's not sanitary. It's not like Lysol splashing around. You know what I mean? It's bodily fluids. I would never. I would never. I was like thinking to myself, like I had a whole scenario about like being in a room with a girl and then like me eating around and like she going up further, like on my nose to where like the bottom of her vagina is like riding my nose and my tongue is now in the position for her butthole. Now she's putting her butthole there, like near my mouth, but I'm like, no, nah, it's not happening. I keep my mouth, I keep my tongue in my mouth, right? And then later, listen, Brandon, the things that go on in my head. And then like, you know, she's like, well, why didn't you eat? Why, 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 why you not, you know, you don't eat butt? I was like, hell no, I don't eat butt. I don't eat ass. I, I come from a generation where eating pussy was like taboo. Like, you know, your homies would have joked in no, your high that's... school, middle school. That was like a taboo thing. That was like, oh, this nigga eat pussy. Ha, 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 ha. It went to college where people was like. From our fallacies, that was a masculine fallacy that, I mean, Fat Joe's famously raps about uh, uh, not going down. Recently, they had a scandal about uh, Batman. You read about that? About Batman? A recent uh, Batman comic strip that was coming out, um, Batman, it got criticized because it was supposed to be like sex positive and Batman was about to hook up with Harley Quinn and she wanted him to go down on her and he said heroes don't eat vagina. Yeah. And uh, everyone was in an uproar about it and everybody, what said, they Bat- they and everybody said Batman and, and DJ Khaled are the same person. I don't get it. DJ Khaled famously said that he didn't uh, eat vagina. Uh, he doesn't go down on so, his partner. So there's men that that exist like that. Batman's and the DJ Khaled's of the world. Yes. But there's Batman. also the the you you brainers of the world that are like perfectly okay with making the whole plate. Like not having it just be a, a side dish. Like you want the full course butt and... And vagina, and I think that that is absolutely—it's like eating a chicken wing to the bone. Like, yes, I, I don't leave. Do you leave meat on the bone when you eat chicken wings? Yes. Yeah, you type. You that type of guy. I am that type of guy. Yeah, definitely. I'm gonna leave a lot of meat on the bones because I, I, I refuse. If you a can't dry get tongue, it, is like a Brillo pad. You can like. Yeah, no, no. I, I understand a dry tongue is bad, but uh, no, I'm saying tongue, it's good. They can get some cleaning done, like a cat. Brandon, what are you talking about right now? So, like, are you cats are you, clean themselves? By are you condoning them. eating shit? Because all <laughs> what you because cats, dogs, everything else, they eat their shit. I'm condoning uh, giving sexually, and, and, any, and giving any, sexually any, is any, eating any shit. Any type of way that you want. Now, I'll flip it on. Have since, you gotten pissed on? Since you're like, no, what else kinky no. shit are you in? But since you're since you're being vulnerable, I'll be vulnerable as well, and maybe we can slot that up uh, on the podcast list. Uh. <laughs> I told Michelle that prostate was prostate cancer was kind of like was like breast cancer. 
not like breast cancer, but I said prostate is, is like, I, I boiled down prostate cancer to dick cancer, right? Okay. And then she combated me. She was like, prostate has nothing to do with your, your penis. And I was like, it's the root of the penis. Like, it's, it is the beginning of it. And so she did her research, and then she got quiet, which means she found that I was, like, more Somewhere right than right. wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, she was like, you know, that's, like, the G spot for men Yeah, is in the prostate. And yeah. I was like, yeah. She was like, do you want me to get up in there? I said, no. So I, so with that, I, I hear you in saying that sometimes there, you just have your limits, so your limit is fingers in your butt, but your limit is not a tongue in somebody else's ass. Ink, write it down. That's perfect. That like, is, put that on my business card. That is absolutely. <laughs> that is ridiculous. America. Man. That is ridiculous. No, I'm not of that generation at all. I think you got to be like 10 years younger. Um, I don't, I or think, it's like I a think 90s reducing, baby thing. I think reducing ass eating to a generational thing is childish in itself it's something that someone who doesn't eat ass would do no 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 these younger generations they have real clean asses like their buttholes are really clean um so yeah i i'm just i just want no, to not. make that make that known that you uh, know. ashton Klitscher recently just got like was in the news because he said he never takes a proper shower he says he washes his armpits and his junk daily and everything else he just yeah it's a, it's a tiktok it's a tiktok where like um, apparently white people have wash days, like their wash days are like Monday, That's Wednesday, and like Saturday. So funny, because I, th- I was thinking, I have this whole bit about uh, mixed race couples, and I'm going to do it for the comedy, mm-hmm. or, uh, or the comedy show they were going to be in mm-hmm. uh, uh, coming up soon, and I was like, Kentucky and Louisville people can... Or people from Louisville understand the house divided signs. Mm-hmm. There's no house divided sign bigger than an interracial like relationship. Yeah, like a, a mixed race relationship. Like it's 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 house divided, and it's like you gotta you gotta lead them to. It's not lead. there's compromise, but there's certain things that that black people do that just is just right. Yeah. Yeah, and you gotta you gotta just yeah. you gotta just and be before you get like listeners before you get like you know oh black people just, that's racist you can't say black listen here man the Moors did it to Spain and medieval England um, you know Africans black people indigenous people have always been showing uh, certain people <clears throat> oh how to like properly just you know take care of oneself and land so don't take offense to it it's it's historically accurate and furthermore how could you mess with a people brandon this is a question specifically for you how could you date intimately a people who have wash days and then eat ass have the audacity to then eat ass that is like by far that just sounds like you have eat ass days, which you do. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Like that level. Like you plan of, it. You talk about it beforehand. Hey, I'm gonna eat your ass today, so please, you know, mm. clean in there a little bit better than normal. I mean, it depends. I mean, like if I, yeah, I mean, it's not something. It's not something I do 
frequently. Mm-hmm. I mean, the last time I ate Michelle's. Uh, hey, 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 hey. Getting real personal. I've really been trying to be like general and like talk about other <laughs> relationships you've been in and not your main, you know, oh. your wife right now. I don't want to. So chill out. Um, what else though are we talking about? I don't know. You seem to be stuck on this ass eating thing because it's disrespectful. <clears throat> What's disrespectful? You think getting your ass eaten is like, and pardon my uh, whatever, uh, like. I guess getting getting like money shotted. Uh yeah. Yeah. It, so in my fantasy I'm like if a girl's going to ask me to do that, she at least has to let me like bust like down her throat like with it in there. Like not Yeah, I don't know if you know I I, mean? I was ready for and then, the and then, explicit nature of, of today's podcast, but we're here. Yeah, we're here. And it's just the early part, y'all. The the rest is very, very subtle. But you know, shock and all, shock and all. Brandon always looks like a fucking Gatorade commercial when he like drinks things. Like I used to say, like you know a motherfucker played sports before about how they drink. They out called of a cup. it Gatorade. You ever seen the commercial talking about the history of Gatorade? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I want to do. I want to do when we do our skits and stuff. I'm gonna do a skit called Gator Bait. Oh, why? Cause I mean, cause the, well, I'm not doing any like politically charged skits unless fuck they're you funny. Then. You ain't got to be in them. Are they funny? Like you gonna talk? What are you talking about Gator Bait? I mean, is um, Dave Chappelle funny? You see how he like yeah. tarried that line? I expect to tarry that line, sir. Okay, I'll read. The, I'll read V1. Um, speaking of, I mean, it's not, yeah, people risky enough to go there and push the boundaries for artistry's sake. The baby has been wiling lately, and so they say, uh, okay, no, but I've, I know that's like a, a phrase, but I, what's your take on? I have no idea what he said or when he said it, I just know that gay people are mad at him. And Lil Boosie really? came out, and and Lil Boosie came out and defended him, which is not the best person. I mean, to come out yeah, that, that's not surprising, surprising at all. It's not. It's good though. Go ahead and make a coalition, like the Bootsies and the debate. So at Laughapalooza, the baby said, "Is that the festival that just happened?" Yeah, probably. Um, the baby said on stage, "He said, if you ain't got no uh, HIV AIDS." Uh, any of those uh, sexually transmitted diseases, put your cell phone light in the air right now. If if your uh, ladies, if your smell like water, put your phone uh, cell phone light in the air right now. Niggas, if you ain't sucking another dick in the parking lot and this show, put your cell phone light in the air right now. Yeah. And then people were upset with. with people were mad about that? People were mad. The, the yes, LGBTQ community, community was mad about the last thing he said. Um, Elton John and some other people had said some things about the beginning. Demi and uh, Demi Lovato talked about the the first part of what he said, making sure that people know that HIV and AIDS is not a gay disease. And the baby came out and said, uh, "Everybody at my show, gay, straight." White, black, had a great time. 
Uh, I didn't mean to offend anybody by what I said, and I'm sorry if I did. But gay people mad at me. Y'all mind your business because I'm minding mine. Like, go ahead or something. So, it was... Uh, I mean, he didn't... He, he just said if you don't have a... If you don't have AIDS or HIV, right? <laughs> he didn't say, like, if you're gay and you contract it. No, oh, yeah. I agree. I agree. That's why I thought... He just, but it was... Because I feel like that, that, that was just that disease. in the same stanza as the... Uh, fellatio part, which was just felt and, and felt a little bit of a little left wing. I mean, but what what a little, little out of nowhere. I, I feel like you you know what people are. You know what I mean? Like you know a cisgender person is going to say something like that. Now, would it have been better if he came out and said if you was giving fellatio in the parking lot to another man? Go ahead and put your phones in the air. Do you know what I mean? And would as many people have put their phones in the air? I doubt it. I feel like the percentage is right. a little higher, right? So he went with the one darker. with the percentage that he thought. But I'm not going to hear and like, you know, explain it with my yes. hero ass, yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. whatever. But like rappers say problematic shit. They do. It's a, I, like I, they, I they like, like, like they make millions of dollars saying problematic shit. The baby's new song, the baby, is, the ba- yeah, the baby. You me. turn French real quick. <clears throat> what I say? Le baby, le baby. Uh, <laughs> Zibibi's new song is literally about hitting a girl from the back and pulling out tracks like two chains hasn't done it ten times already. Yeah, and like every, and it's just getting promoted like this the new the baby song. It's like this is mid. Yeah, mid pack. All the way mid pack. And he, he goes harder on some features. And not, not that it's coming to baby. Speaking but. of mid packs, are we gonna talk about ESTG's new album? Ooh, you thought it was mid? Yeah, I can't hear him. I don't know if the engineering or the like the music is made for a car that can like really bump, and then you hear the music kind of within your own car or his, his actual lyrics within your own car. But it was I find it hard to hear him. Um, and I know he's not a rapper. He tells me this a lot in his, in his music. <laughs> he didn't say that much this album, though. But he said it. He definitely said it. You know, yeah. treat, I'll jump off the stage, treat me like some rapper. Like yes, 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 Oh yes, yes, yes. I am a criminal. Right? He said. He said I am a criminal. I'm not a. I'm not a rapper. So that's fine. He's the reason the streets is the way they is. I get it. I get it. But you're rapping. But you're rapping. So could I? So yeah, just but keep, I, keep throwing in the bars, man. I really liked you because you you did bars. Actually, let me not he's talk not, to you directly, not, and I don't want no beef with this nigga. He, Do you know that you can't listen to his music in certain areas in Louisville because people will shoot at you? Because there's an ongoing beef about um, him. And, oh, you didn't know this? Listening to ESTG would get me S H O O T in L O in Louisville. Shoot, it's just one O. But yes, it will. Damn. No, no, no. Fifty fifty shot. Not not shot. You feel me? But definitely pressed. Oh, no pun intended. But pressed in certain areas, in very small areas, and not like wow. And people are, you know, people are like, I mean, I'll play whatever I want to play. You know, people are very kind of against it. But there are a group of individuals out there who do not like to hear his music played. So, wow, he's talking to them. He is. It's the people who shot him. They came out with a diss video. I'll show you it. Really? There's a whole little beef. I would love to see. I would love to see that. Mm -hmm. He didn't Um, mention it once in the album. I mean, he mentioned it, but he like. Didn't mention like I'm too rich to. Be he did not him. mention it. He didn't. He like mentioned it via a uh, Facetime conversation with little baby. Yeah, like little baby trying to tell him like keep your head on straight. Like, it's just, it's just, it's just, and you know, it just wasn't wasn't as impressive as his other albums to me. 
that's fair. I think El Toro slapped harder, but it was like more of like him rapping, rapping. Mm-hmm. But it was like early. Pro- but that, here's the thing. This is what I was gonna say. For trap artists, I think the album bars are set different, and you can say lower. Yeah. But because you maybe because they're not a rapper, mm-hmm. but like Gucci Mane is a perfect example. Like every time I put out an album, it's pretty much a timestamp of where he's at in his life. Mm-hmm. His last album is Ice Daddy, which is mm-hmm. like the name of his son, Ice. Uh, so like, it's just, it's like a timestamp. And that's why the title bigger than life or death bothers me a little bit. Obviously he got shot at and you know, death is a common theme in Louisville as well, but I don't like the rappers prophesizing. They know how powerful the words are. Mm-hmm. Um, speak this shit into existence to be manifesting. They own so many, and the history is, is the long lasting. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can talk, uh, uh, XXX Tentacion. Mm-hmm. All he's talking about is is dying. Yeah, mm-hmm. and all of it. Mm-hmm. And then obviously the most notable Biggie, mm-hmm. uh, produced by Puffy, who ran into him after he got fired as an intern. The biggest, huh? Biggie. Oh, go ahead. Uh, Tupac. Why are you mentioning Tupac? Just to keep the <laughs> beef alive. Go ahead. <laughs> Biggie, uh, produced by, like I said, P. Diddy, Sean Combs, Puffy, uh, who was most famous in New York for, at the very beginning of his career, he threw a party Mm. in New York that got so big, nine people were trampled to death. Mm. And he said, and that's just, yeah, that alone is is heavy to carry around. Yeah. And could you imagine being one of the people who like helped trample these nine people? I mean, you probably wouldn't even know you was. Yeah, but what if you remember though? Like, uh, I do remember stepping on somebody's face, but I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't the face to the. It was probably you know internal organs and stuff like that. But yes, I, I feel like I, I feel like I'm saying. like kicking people's knees out if I'm on the ground. Like I feel like you know the fetal position. Like if I'm in, if but I'm you Simba, know, but but you know what trampling is. Yeah, yeah. If I'm Simba, though, if I'm Simba, yes. Only, but I'm bigger. I'm as big as the, the other water buffalo. Coming. Right, and the nurses and people can't move. But imagine you was as big as one of the water buffaloes, like a human being a human. Not humans not a water aren't buffalo. as big as buffalo. Okay. Not no, no 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 not a water buffalo. Of course not. But like <laughs> you know, other people. I'm, 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 I'm I can see how people that say we don't we don't talk about nothing on this podcast with the water, but just with the oh yeah yeah yeah. I'm sorry, we did go off. Okay, go ahead. But you was talking about Biggie Ready to Die. You was talking about Puffy. Puffy had that album, and it was like it was called Ready to Die. Or Ready, was that yeah, album? Ready to Die. It was Biggie's first album, and it was a very short lived career because mm-hmm. it was it's like the putting that energy out there yeah, is always like. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Fifty Cent's "Get Rich or Die Trying" has a much different connotation, and mm-hmm. there was hope in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Versus like, I'm going to die. Like, yeah, like what you call it? Cat um, Williams, white boy fighting themselves. Like, um, it's like it's like once they say it, God is like in his office, and the angel come up like, "Man, you heard that new Biggie album?" Like, no, what's it called? It's like it's called "Ready to Die." It's like, oh, swear to God, <laughs> or swear to me, like swear to me. Ah, uh, that's a bet. 
I'm gonna put him on the. I'm so, him on the oh, he, oh, oh, he's playing. He already said. He said he manifested. I, I am a god that blesses. So, so you said local danger. That's what I meant by local danger. That oh. like you got to be careful where you playing his music at. Okay. Well, this is what I want to say about local danger. Um, I found that I can if I walk Carter um, at a specific time in the morning because it'd be hot in Louisville. A little stroller ride. I can get a little mile loop, like just a little fast push the stroller around, mm-hmm. right? So I was trying to, I was going to, I was doing that today, and Michelle and and her mom were like kind of behind us because uh, we were just kind of keeping a pace and going around the loop, and we run into this uh, older white lady who had a little baby in the stro- in, in the stroller, and they start talking. That got my attention. She kind of stopped and like positioned for the babies to look at each other and stuff. It was like, and then Michelle and them caught up. So, anyways, they're talking. And recently in our neighborhood around the corner, somebody was shot and killed in their house, right? It was a burglary. Somebody went in there, think they had some money, shot and killed them, kept moving. What? Yes. This happened, I don't know, a month ago? So. What? I don't believe that. Where did you hear this from? This is on the news? Yes. WHS, WOKY, WDRB. I don't think people get burglarized randomly. You know what I mean? Like, there's always somebody. No, this person wasn't random. Obviously, he was around some people that thought that he had some money in his house. Keep going. You don't think that's the case? Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying somebody got to know. I'm saying, like. I know. I'm saying with the circles that he was. The circles he was. No, I'm saying people get scared about people just breaking in their house out of nowhere. But I'm like, that's not a thing unless you. People, people you know, suspect you got something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why mom always thinks that somebody, that whoever stole from us in our house was somebody, one of your friends. Like somebody you let in the house at one point in time. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Probably. So that's what she, that's what, so, uh, but I'm saying. What they steal though? Didn't they steal like DVDs and shit? No. I mean, they sold, I believe all your Air Forces, all the PlayStation 4s. Uh, we have no PlayStation 4, but all the I mean, PlayStation 4, like whatever. And then, you say PlayStation all 2s, of the- we had two. We had two of them? Yeah. And they took both? Yes. Keep going? Um, my change drawers moved. Yeah. Uh, but they, like, they, yeah, they went through okay. mom stuff. Like, we didn't have, we didn't have, yeah, we didn't have they took to some Tim's, yeah. you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. We, we didn't have nothing to take. Yeah. But they figured it out once they got in there. I think I know who did it, and they're dead. So, that's, it works. How do you know who did it? Because, you know, uh, I know all my, like, I've been knowing my friends for yeah. over a decade now, right? Yeah. And, like, you can see the trajectory of their life now. Wow. So, like, I can think back and be like, all right, this person, this person, this, this is the only person that's, like, okay. was down all right, Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not sorry I asked, but it's interesting. Um, he died from um, pills also. Yeah, happens. It's, it happens. Uh, I mean, unfortunately, it happens. Opidemic. I was supposed to say epidemic. Opioid epidemic. I mean, talk. Um, yeah, finish your point because that's a segue. The so the per, the this happened in the neighborhood, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. The grandmother that we saw was the great grandmother of that child. Her son and his wife live next door to that house. On the other side of that house is their grand, that woman's daughter, the son's mom. They're same way, like they live, the the grandmother lives 
basically next door, mm-hmm. but they were sandwiched in between the two of them was the house that that Happened. that guy got murdered in. Mm-hmm. So she just randomly told us that on the street. I just would used to my local danger. So I would. I, I, like, I, why I, did I, she feel that? That's the story to offer up. I feel like it's only because you were there. She could, no, she connected. Well, no, she well she got us. She she connected. It. She like connect gave our phone numbers and stuff because they're we're in quote unquote similar situations. Um, they got a little mixed baby too. <laughs> no, no, just uh, Carter. Carter and the Matthew kid is is, is along the the same age. See, and, that's where Mama went wrong with you. Well, you hang around white kids, Brandon. I I did what my big brother did. You was hanging around white kids. It's because she made me hang around white kids. Mom made you hang around I white kids. I don't say made me, but like I did, I couldn't. I like I couldn't hang out with the black kids from school, or like I, I didn't know. I guess that mom wasn't their friends, like with their parents, which is a big thing. You got to be like no, those are. I mean, those are our like, friends. You said the white kids from those are our friends from school. No, those was mom's friends from work. Casey and mom's friends from work. Okay, I didn't yeah. know. I, I didn't and know how Tommy, I met Tommy's mom. They both mom worked with both of them. Okay, I yeah, didn't know. Were, I didn't know how from that. School. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, I guess that was, but but we were, yeah, yeah. But there was no. But there, you said you weren't allowed to. And I'm sorry. I don't mean she went wrong. I I, I was saying that. Not. I mean, yeah, every joke has a little truth in it, right? But like, I wasn't saying that to like. As a negative, necessarily. Yeah, it but was, it's, it was like I mean, a joke. Of, I could care less about it because it was it was incorrect because you said she let me hang out with white kids and that was just like our friends growing up. Every I'm just grade. saying. I'm just saying we don't have control over who we get to hang out with. We're, I mean, this is going on a different path, and I didn't mean it yeah. to take that. Well, you, you that took turn. it there. I did take it there. Yeah, I did take it there. So where else you want to take us? You said it's something about arbitrary money. I'm sure that has to do with white people. Might be a good segue. Ooh, there you go. That is a great segue. It is a great segue. And listen here, white folk. I get it, man. I get it. You didn't have a choice on how you were born or what you were born into. Um, but you should dismantle it. This is should. The system. Lance is always good for it. Lance will let you know what you should be doing. Um, I think that's actually, uh, it's funny you say that because I was thinking the reason that black people are so united is because misery loves company and we know that there's just a certain level of bullshit that we put up with being black people misery. in the United States. Yes. Yes. Okay. Bullshit misery. that, bullshit that, that is, that is stemmed in misery. Yeah, but if why? You why you saying misery loves company? As if like we chose this misery. I'm. I did. I don't know how you got that. Okay, I, keep I was, going, keep I was going. saying sorry. that there's a connected uh, apathy and sympathy mm. that is shared amongst us as soon as yeah. we see each other, yeah. and that depth of love and respect yeah. and, and nurture and just a visible sense. Obviously, it depends on where you're at. If you're, you know in a position you need to be protected. I'm talking more like the we are I, you, the first black guy you see when you walk into a mall type shit. Mm. But uh, the absence of that is what white people are missing mm. uh, because they don't even because right. they don't even understand race and right. are are benefiting from from uh, privilege. Yeah, benefiting from white privilege a so system, much that they, they they don't even that they don't even think about it. Like yeah. They don't even have to 
Yep. Think about it. Yep. I mean, and that's what I'm. That's what I mean too when I talk about arbitrary money. It's like you get a large amount of the wealth in the country is held by white people, right? The household, um, the wealth gap, the racial wealth gap is while every black household has a hundred dollars in savings, a white has, household has ten thousand. Dollar or not ten thousand? It's like seven thousand. I mean, to 10, it's probably it's, it yeah, seven thousand. Comparable. It is, but that's how much. Like that's where the wealth gap is, right? Yeah. And you like, you know how? And you see it pop up all the time. So like, imagine me knowing. It's so funny. Michelle said to me one time, like, you know, I I, I don't see how you can just you're just not angry all the time, right? Because it does happen where I'm like having these just random experiences, and then I'm like fucking society and racial capitalism ah yeah. so like my acting coach again i told you he's chisel chisel white dude yeah his looks just yeah. like a actor yeah. um he we're sitting there he said i was doing some work for the family for the family um business and uh and he says like this arbitrary story and then some the black dude the, and that's the, so funny i feel like with white people this is not a question that comes up all right he said family business everybody just took it okay the family business the black dude off top because him and i were thinking the same thing like what family business you talk about you were acting coaching all this other shit what, let's let's hear your arbitrary he said oh yeah my grandfather he said he said the way that they say it is just so like you was born with it like you like oh yeah my 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 grandfather created Moby Dicks, so you know. I, and then, Stop. And then everybody just keeps going. Like everybody just like, oh, okay, all right, cool, and Lance. everything else. And I'm sitting there like, you're what did what? You're what did what? Your grandfather what? So I, I'm not asking follow up questions, okay. right? But in my head, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Mm-mm. Because what I want to say was, I don't want to generalize this phenomenon to white people, but obviously more often than not. Mm-hmm. But when you run into a black person that throws out something like that, that shit is even that shit that shit that shit. Oh, you different. say it's, it's it's like even bigger. Yeah, it's just like what we say. What what. What the, what? But it'd be like some crazy, like you know, my grandfather is the owner of General, General Mills or something like that. Yeah, just something like what? Oh, I feel oh, like man. that's Notre Dame black, like West End Louisville black is. I work for my family business. No, you're oh, that's you HBCU. I'm at the store. You're talking about HBCU black. Okay. Notre Dame black is athletes. Okay, and people on scholarship. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's no like right, right, Carlton right, right, right. didn't go to Notre Dame, right? Right? right yeah, right, right, there's right. no there's no Carltons, um, but Moby Dicks. That is crazy because I was literally I keep stopping myself from tweeting this because I don't want to make it seem like I go to Moby Dick every day, but I'm trying not to eat meat outside of fish, and it's a fast food fish restaurant that's around the corner from my house, mm-hmm. and also my favorite restaurant just because like I have an affinity for uh, baseball park food. Like, Moby Dick is just like, and Grandma got me started on it. Yeah, grandma, grandma loved, grandma, loved yeah, grandma Moby Dick, just a nice uh, fried fish sandwich. I so, didn't yes, know what Moby Dick's was. I, I used be, to thought that she was a, When you like, drive through. How could they call it this? When they drive through, it's mm. so long because they make everything as soon as after you order it. Mm. So, I say, 
the smartest people in Louisville is the people that are in line with me at, at, at Moby Dick every day. Like I, I was, I, t- I had it tweeted, and I was in line. And I was like, I shouldn't be letting everybody know. I, I go to Moby Dick two, twice a week, um, but it's and their hot sauce is so good. Hush puppies. So one order, sixty six, three hush puppies. I get those instead of fries. It's just, and they, your acting coach's grandfather. Mm. Is the creator of this of this magical restaurant that's so important to me. So him working for the family business ain't no some you know he ain't at the fucking front counter or nothing like he's it probably could be, yeah you, don't, no. general, don't generalize that way. I'm going to generalize that way. No, I think about? I think the the grandfather started the store so his grandkids could be working in the store uh, making that's pink lemonades and styrofoam cups. You're tripping. If that's what you think, nobody, okay. nobody, nobody like gets a whole bunch of money and wants. You're doing this so your kids don't. I, I trust me. I know you're talking about like indigenous people. I know white kids from Notre Dame whose parents are well to do and created some shit. They had them do some like tedious stuff. Yeah, just I, for I get what you're saying, thing. but this is like a 30 year old guy. He's not working the front desk. Like he's got some managerial position. He was working there recently. I, I'm sure he works there. He he's doing acting classes in Louisville. Like he's um, he's not working and getting those gigs. So I'm he sure. said he's te- he's working at Moby Dick right now while he's teaching classes. He didn't say any of that. He I said, was thinking I he was, was like working work. when he was like 16, 18. And yeah. I was like, of course he'd be working at No, He's a thirty year old, so he's probably no. Like, I know he's a thirty year old, but he's talking about working at the company. He wasn't about growing up. No. He was talking about something he did last week. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Well, I was doing some work for my family business, so blah, blah, blah. Oh, what's your family business? Uh, yeah, my grandfather owned Moby Dick. Oh, wow. Shit. Yeah, you're right. He ain't, he ain't cooking no fish. But that's just that arbitrary white money. You know what I mean? Like, you know, arbitrarily, yeah. he just kind of came into that. So he could, and he's a good actor, and he knows his shit, and, you know, Sounds like he had the means to focus on it. I was about to say, you when you got the means to focus on that, you can do stuff like that. So I think that's just I, I just always think it's weird how where the wealth is. Well, it also it's just the commentary on like and your brain he, can only conceptualize certain things past survival. Yeah. And like right. once like those those bench parks bench marks are set, it's mm-hmm. like hard to walk that back for people. Because they yeah. just don't is they know what they know, and they everybody don't know what they don't know. Yeah, make sure the thing is on, and then nobody want to learn. Uh, but anyways, Wicker, uh, what can I can I actually let's before we get too far off it, because I was listening to this song in the Moby Dick's drive through industry baby. Okay, Lil Nas X, Jack Harlow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the music video, obviously, every time Lil Nas X drops a music video, it gets attention because he is a uh, black young proud boy uh, who is who's gay, um, and yeah, he's the gay Buster Rhymes of our generation. It's great. I love that take. You like it? It's beautiful. I, lo- I, I love. I his think videos. it may be disrespectful to Buster Rhymes because he's actually a, a rapper, and Lil Nas X is a pop star. But mm. I, I do. I, I, you know, what I mean, with the visuals and just the outfits yeah. and everything else. But like I was thinking more Buster like Rhymes. a. A Missy Elliott. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, because okay. he's clearly 
like 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 if creative and artistic enough to like if Chris Tucker's character from Fifth Element met Buster Rhymes and Missy Elliott. His social media is so funny too. Chris Tucker's? Lil Nas X. Oh Lil Nas X, yeah. He's he's like hilarious. Yeah, he is. But I I don't like the little devil thing he did recently. Um, of course not, Christian boy. Speaking that touchdown across hell by HD for president. Okay, so if y'all don't know this song, stuck Brandon, in Brandon, my head. Brandon is like talking about some song, and he was he kept saying the name of the song. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he was like, it's a song that's popular on TikTok. I figured you would have heard it. I was like, if it's on TikTok, I know for a fact I've heard it. But he kept saying the name of it, and I've never like read the name of it. But he plays it, and I was like, it's the one song that goes, um, where the girls are dancing. So on TikTok, girls like, I'm doing it terrible. I'm like, turned into this like skit jazz thing. But anyway, y'all can look it up. Um, it's real popular on TikTok. Brandon said it's called. Touchdown and cause hell. Touchdown and cause hell. And that is what I have pause with. And that's what I have caution with. And I can't support a song. Obviously, we said rappers say problematic shit. But I can't support a song that is literally talking about the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Like, touchdown and cause hell, obviously, is a euphemism. It's a phrase. It's a. Well, say the song lyrics don't have nothing to do with that, though. They don't say nothing about hell. hell. Touchdown and cause hell. I mean, but that's not. That's not. I'm doing my thing. First of all, that's not nothing. Second of all, if you think that we're in the end of times, um, cicadas are back. They're different. They're bigger. They're louder. Uh, they're supposed to be gone for seventeen. There's a new species of cicada that's out. This is a plague. Uh, we have a the Delta variant is here. It's a plague. People who got COVID vaccine shots are getting COVID again. It's a plague. Yes, I think it's it's too many. There's a a mag. Uh, a crazy earthquake in in Alaska that's causing tsunamis mm. in the fucking uh, places that got islands. Yeah, shit is is different. It's mm-hmm. gonna be different. I think mm-hmm. it's the beginning of shit being different. Mm. And yeah, so I don't want to. I don't want no type of song. But you gonna about get the number of the beast? Touchdown, huh? But you gonna get the number of the beast? No, I'm not gonna get you, the number. You, of the beast. you got the number of the beast? How? You got the vaccine. Yeah, it put a little microchip in there with a number. Now you got the number of the beast. No. See, you talk about end of the days, and you don't mark yourself. See, no. that's what I'm talking about. The microchip is literally in your pocket, and then you're in, and it's recording us right now on the laptop, and we're talking into mics. In the, the apples over there, yeah, that's that's how we're getting tracked. It's not. It's not. The, I ain't saying the, no track. I'm just saying it's the number. Number the beast shall be burned into their foreheads and wrists. But how do you, how do you, how's, how's the number of the beast the vaccine? Like, I guess I'm saying which, like, uh, World Star video talked about that? Ain't no World Star video. Just a real deal. Like, when you talk about apocalyptic um, signs, all right, we always wonder how the number is going to be translated. And I believe that it's being translated through the vaccines. Who's we all wonder? Christians. Like, y'all don't really? wonder, yeah, y'all don't wonder, like, y'all think it's just going to be a 666, like. Wait a minute, Lance, you're, you're speaking factually about something that now is revealed that it was uh, not a fact. Where you're, you're, who, you said that it, the, the number of the beast is. 
will be will be burned or placed on their forehead. Yeah, and wrist. Why, revelations. Why you said that we I don't were know the book for verse. A, 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 a way for it to. What'd you say? I'm saying that Christians are trying to figure out a way that it translates. Like, why did you say? Why did you make that up? Um, cause how, y'all don't y'all think that that's just gonna y'all think it's just gonna be a real physical number? It's gonna like I thought that the whole thing behind Christianity or the like New Day Christians was like, or not even thought the extremist Christians that uh, in the hills and white Christians, the conspiracy theorist Christians, right? They always translate the number in being something. So every few years it's like, oh, they're making us get, you know, license plates. It's the number to be. So oh, they're making us get um, whatever oh, okay. people have to get. Yeah, I, I know IDs, you know, IDs. Oh, they're trying to give us the number. You know what I mean? It's like, it's just an interpretation of the so number. So you think the vaccine is the number? Mm-hmm. Okay. As long as there's no factual evidence to back that up, I'm okay with you believing that. Um, Where's the factual evidence that COVID exists? All right? It's the common code. It's the common code. I'm sorry. I just channeled my uh, chat. You the one, you're the one who saw our mother deathly ill with it. Uh, okay. Uh, I've seen her like that before. And she had laryngitis okay. last time. Or not laryngitis, she had pneumonia last time. She had pneumonia when up. Uh, so like, the fact that she they they called it they called it pneumonia. They didn't call it COVID. The fact that she she got diagnosed positive, with pneumonia. She got the, she had a te- positive COVID test. Uh, when she was really sick and I wait a minute wait a minute are you actually pneumonia. COVID denier? I'm not a no. I said I was channeling my Chad. I know, but now we're actually talking about you. T- you said mom when she was sick with COVID, she. Could you have keep been saying she sick was sick with, with COVID. She, when she got back from the doctor, she said they said I had pneumonia, and she had a positive COVID test and had to quarantine for fourteen days. Uh, I think we're talking about two different times. I'm talking about when mom got COVID. I'm talking about when mom had pneumonia. I know, but I don't know why. It I might mean, be two I, different times. It might not be the same time, so we don't need to like argue over semantics. What, of, what are you talking about? I'm saying she might have had pneumonia at one point in time and she might have got COVID at another point in time. And you may be remembering the COVID story while I may be recalling the pneumonia story. I'm asking how the hell you get this shit mixed up in a pandemic. I'm talking about the thing that's killing everyone and our mother having it and being sick from it. I'm, I'm talking, talking specifically about, about that incident. sick from the thing that people get every year and it was like right before COVID. It was like two months before COVID. Okay. So clearly, that's not what I'm talking about. And exactly, exactly. Thank you. Um, but do you could you could you illuminate the world on what you think about COVID? Like, are you you don't believe it's what? Like, you don't what? You start my sentence for me. No, I'm asking. What, you, you said you're. I'm asking you. It was do, a loaded question. Do you believe in COVID? Yes. Okay. That's all. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yep. I believe that it was, you know, a real disease. They've been testing and experimenting, and the United States called up the rest of the world. It was like, hey, man, we got riots and social unrest going on. What about you, China? Yeah, no, same things. People rioting and spraying out our cameras and umbrellas. It's all type of shit going on. What about you, India? Hey, same, bro. Social panic. It's really problematic. Bro, 
Are all y'all going through like social unrest right now? Yes, bro. People is not fucking with capitalism. Like they not on it. Man, we need everybody to sit down, man. We need we need going in houses, man. Hey, hey, China, what you got over there, man? What you got in the cooler? Shoot. Oh shit, y'all remember that COVID thing that we was talking about back in the eighties, in the late eighties? Yeah, man. We we got it. We got it now. It's good. It's good. Contagious as hell. You know, really fuck you up if you like old or young, got any type of problems. It's really nice. You want me to let that loose? I mean, yeah, yeah. Everybody good with that? Yeah. That's what I think. So I definitely think it's real. Montrez Harrell and Kyle Kuzma got traded to the Washington Wizards for Russell Westbrook. Uh, deal can't be finalized until August 6th, uh, past the trade deadline or whatever the hell. Um, as a Lakers fan, I am sad to see that we're wasting a lot of money on 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 something that wasn't one of our main needs. But it is good to get another future Hall of Famer playing with LeBron, helping him not be LeBron. Hopefully, take less minutes next next season. Um, yeah, he's like he's like a he's like monster version of Dennis Schroeder. So like you know like yeah, I'll take it. And I wouldn't give you that at all. Um, I'll give you maybe like Terry Rozier or something, but I'm not giving you Dennis Schroeder. He's the I feel like he can. Uh, Westbrook can shoot better than Schroeder. It's a, it's a monster version of Dennis Schroeder. That means everything gets as a Laker fan and comically a better. As a Laker fan and a Louisville fan, very sad to see Montrez go th- uh, pass. Um, does he have a ring? No, not with the Lakers. No, yeah, he was uh, he was there for that back to back, and they really know how to use him. Yeah, I, I just I just like that. But um, you know, I I think that that's going to be uh, a very physical, very like like there is no shooting. Like nobody's gonna worry about shooting. Like you're gonna see LeBron and Davis's shots get really put up there. While Those three can't of, be on the floor together at the same time. Davis, Westbrook, and Brian. Yes. Why not? Like, because there's only one Alex Russo. Like, unless you get somebody else that's small enough to be in that lineup, like, it's just too much, it's too much, it's too much body on the floor. I really like Alex Caruso's game. Love it. Love his game. Love it. He's the white boy you pick up in so a good. pickup game and, like, I made the right decision. He's, like, getting better, too, which is good to see. Mm-hmm. That's why they need Kyle Kuzma. I hope, I listen, I hope he, I think he's got a little bit of the yips, uh, and Lakers, Lakers, it's just a tough city to be young and important in. Mm. You saw uh, local local legend, uh, hometown hero, D'Angelo Russell, got caught up and stuff there, and he was it wasn't he didn't really get a chance to focus in the next year, or not next year, but he ended up being the MVP with the Brooklyn Nets. Um, it's just yeah, I mean Julius Julius Randle, Julius Randle was like. A utility man there for years and end up make, being an all star uh, for the Knicks. So yeah. I don't know. I think it's hard for younger people to. Brandon Ingram yeah. doing great with the Pelicans. Lonzo's doing much better away from Lakers. Everybody's not Kobe Bryant. Everybody can't come in and just turn it on. Uh, so it's tough for, for draftees. But uh, the stars, stars go there and ball. Stars go there and win championships. 
And I'll never let his mama move to L.A. Knowing she couldn't take the pressure. Now we all pray. <laughs> Louisville has, or L.A. has a lot of pressures. And, you know, pressures for athletes is, like, serious, right? And with this new wave of, like, mental health that we have in, like, sports, right? Kyrie Irving, we saw him take the break. We saw, um, I feel like it's another. Naomi Osaka. Yeah, Naomi, she took her break, right? And now we have Simone Bliss, Biles, excuse me. Um, Simone Biles, she's took, you know, she took her break, says she's sitting out for competitions. Um, Brandon, how do you feel about this new wave of mental health in sports? And, you know, what do you think the future of sports is with the kind of head nod to mental health? Like with people caring more about mental health, what does the future of sports look like? I understand how serious it is uh, as someone who, like, tries to, you know, cope with mine and, and be better mentally and stronger and, you know, all that. Like, I've I've had my uh, – I've suffered from some mental health issues dealing around sports in high school and, you know, trying to be everything for everybody. Uh, which I thought was the situation with Simone Biles, not to compare us to because we're not in the same boat at all. But she's competing, and they have, like, GOAT interviews. Like, her interviews with her, with Honda, Ahoda, talking about her being the GOAT mm-hmm. and if anybody can actually beat her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is not good mojo mm-hmm. going into this this entire event. So I, with the pandemic, obviously, the Tokyo Olympics got moved back a year. They're still calling it Tokyo 2020. Um, I, like I said, I'm on my sabbatical for work because of the Olympics. So shout out to them and everyone watching. Um, but I do worry about it being trendy, but I do think that anyone who's actually going to speak about it has suffered from it. Like mm-hmm. no one's, I don't think people are, uh, I think a lot of people, but baby boomers are thinking that everyone's kind of just flipping the switch and saying, oh, I'm sad. I think it's a lot deeper than that because once you use the D word, depressed, like, you know, there's a difference from, like, having an off day from, like, not feeling like you haven't been able to get out of bed for the last two weeks. You know, mm. there's there's a big difference between those two things. So, I love that there's more seriousness to it. I think that's a, it's an example of the game evolving and life evolving and, and becoming more uh, progressive is a term that gets thrown around, but I think it's more uh, uh, realistic with, with things, you know, like mm. Abraham Lincoln's one of our best presidents and he coped with uh, mental health his entire time and was very like suicidal and things like that. And there's, it's well documented, but like people can be sad and, and struggle from mental health and still make a difference in the world, a la Simone Biles, a la uh, Naomi Osaka, whoever else, uh, you know, decides to take a step away. But I do think that certain sports are built for it more than others because there's a culture around football that uh, the more mental unstable you can be, it may make you a better player, more or less, less empathetic, less human uh, while playing the game. And so I think there's the stigma around there is still strong. Um, and I think it would take some pretty important players tapping out week eight, in, the, in a, a divisional 
you know, AFC game, mm-hmm. like that, that maybe the the world might take it, may take a little bit of notice, but now I still feel like it's, it's chopped up to, um, uh, weakness or, or in, in it's, 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 there's still misconceptions about mental health. And I think obviously athletes suffering from it, put it on blast, but I don't know how I'm trying to, trying to compare it to what people think, like maybe like Sean White during the mm-hmm. Olympics, like the winter Olympics was like actually tapping out, not going to rip yeah. some, some sick spins. Cause my head's not right. You would have to respect it, but people would be like, we'd be kind of bummed. Yeah. With Simone Biles, it seems like this happens to that level of gymnasts. Yeah. Happened to Gabby Douglas. Yep. Happened to the, the girl before. Christina Yamaguchi. Like, yeah, it's like once you get to the once you once you had your Olympics and She's then ice you, skater. you go ahead, I don't know. Once you have your Olympics and then you come back, no one's expecting you to to go again. Mm. I mean, it's not swimming. You know what I mean? Mm. Michael Phelps is banned because he smoke, likes weed now. Mm. So, like, or not banned. He's out of competition and stuff. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I do think, I do think it's real, but I think it's better for her even more, and I'm going to stop talking soon, for her even more because gymnastics, somebody, I saw a tweet said, uh, Tom Brady has a mental lapse. He throws an interception. If one of us, a gymnast, has a mental lapse, we leave on a stretcher. Mm. Like there need to be, there's a different level of focus and locked mm. inness. And Simone Biles was like clearly off. Yeah. If you watched her compete and, and the trials and all that stuff and the mm-hmm. team stuff, like she was clearly off. Yeah. And you're putting yourself and your teammates in danger by continuing to do it. Like, and she didn't have to tell y'all why she had to be out. Like, nope. so nope. all the power to her. And she was, she was, uh, Came out and talked about being molested by Larry Nasser yeah. after he died. Come on. I mean, it was just like she's been going through so much. And then Michael Che, you see what Michael Che did? Mm-mm, what'd he do? Really? You Mm-mm. didn't see it? Michael Che went on Instagram and people are dragging him, people are trying to cancel him because uh, he said, I have so many Simone Biles jokes that I'm about to go to the celery, uh, celery, <laughs> go to the cellar. New York seller comedy, uh, uh, stand up comedy vi- venue, mm-hmm. uh, and tell him. And he started. I don't know if this was somebody who went to the event quoting the jokes or screenshots of him telling someone the mm-hmm. jokes because it was like screenshots from an IG like mm-hmm. conversation. But he said, uh, he said the most ironic thing about one of the bad jokes where one of the most ironic things about Simone Biles quitting is one of the only people that can really uh that can really uh one of the only people that can really uh know what she's going through leaving at the top of her game is Larry Nasser. He was forced to quit his job that he loved doing because of the pressure. Terrible joke. Thank you. Very bad. And especially since she was a victim, it's like tasteless as hell. And then uh, another one that was, you know, semi. He was like, who said black don't crack? That one's kind of funny. (laughs) It's kind of funny. That one's, but he could have did that one. That one would have been I know. He may have done it. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't know deeper in the story. Excuse me for being a headline recapper. Um, But Michael Che had jokes for Simone Biles. And no, I, I'm here and for I, that. And I, that's why I, I always I, wonder what you would, what, what, what the tenor, what the, like, what the comparison is to you and your athletics. Like, in high school, you not playing 
Because, I mean, we didn't, oh, shoot, while I was there, and, I mean, we did a little bit, but we didn't go, like, really far. I think we went to the playoffs. Oh, you're talking about competitively? Yeah. And I mean, I'm, we, like, and I'm your like, senior you year, any game off. Your senior year, we had our best, um, PRP had its best, uh, well, best regular season. We came close to beating St. X in Mail. Yeah. Um, and then got embarrassed first round of playoffs. Just, yeah, uh, I feel yeah, like we, we were unprepared. Absolutely embarrassed first round of playoffs. I feel like we were unprepared. But Brandon it was like playing take, Tasmanian Devil. The there, devil. there wasn't one game that Brandon could have took off. So, like, let's say the St. X game, that was a big one. Um, or even the mail game. The mail game was really huge too. But like Brandon couldn't have took none of those days off. None of those days. Like he like. Well, that's the thing. My senior as a year, high schooler. when I was struggling mentally, I was taking a lot of days off during the week. Like I, I would miss school. I would come Monday, miss Tuesday and Wednesday, and come in Thursday just so I could play. And that was that was just so I could show up. And I half ass it. I mean, I not half. I wasn't mentally prepared. I wasn't I wasn't in mental enough I wasn't in a good mental enough shape to endure what Division One football had in store. And I think that's had a lot to do with like how my time went to Notre Dame. It wasn't like a shell shocking of of like, oh, this is like too good a football. It was like this like this is just like I'm not mentally strong enough right now to, to mm-hmm. withstand this right mm-hmm. now. So I, I took I took my blows. That's why I, I redshirted. Um so with that I say, why should why did I bring that? No, up? you didn't have you didn't bring it up for nothing because I was making the point. You oh, just, sorry. Yeah, you wrapping up to a point that you didn't have. Um, and actually, what I'm doing is segueing. Like we we often treat or we like um, like we got to stop treating people like celebrities. You know what I mean? Like I, I I completely intend to be a celebrity, but I completely would like to live a life that isn't celebrity. Like. You know, to be, I was at the laundromat because our washer's broken and I was like washing my laundry. I was like, I would love to be able to like wash my laundry at a laundromat as a famous person. Like it shouldn't be, right. it shouldn't be like this huge thing. Yeah, you saw me in that, but I'm in this laundromat with your ass. So obviously I'm, I'm you know, I'm a regular person like you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I was, I was thinking uh, Future said in a song with 42 Doug, shout out to Detroit. Uh, I might mess around and have sex with the famous girl in a Walmart bathroom. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, how many people on each of those people's staff, hypothetically, would have to get told that they're having the day off so that the future and the famous woman could be free enough to go to Walmart and have sex in the bathroom? Like, it's like, not a, like at least five people in both people's camps yeah. got a call and call. like, hey, I'm good. That's I'm crazy. Good. Right? That's though? crazy. Like, there's a lot yeah. of people. And that's actually thinking about that line is where I kind of got my son analogy earlier. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about, like, like, with rappers, like the Kanye West of the world mm-hmm. who just put out the experience. Did you watch that? Uh, I did not. The live Donda? I saw it. Very, it, it, I, I, I enjoyed it, but I'll be, I'm waiting to hear the album. And Jay-Z and him got back together. Nice. Jay Z and him, it, it was the day the album came out. He left. He left Kim in Atlanta. Jay Z said, "I got you." you well, he, to, said, he, he said. He said. He said in the girl. verse, uh, he was talking to Donda, mm-hmm. and he said, "I told your son to stop all that red capping and come mm-hmm. home." That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. What's crazy, brother? That he's talking to his dead mother. I mean, about, like, the name of the album behavior. is Donda. 
I know. It's just, it's crazy. And Jay-Z's rapping on a Kanye verse for the first time in not a decade, but since Watch the Throne. Speaking of things that I didn't think I'd see in this lifetime. Man. Um, you see Britney Spears' titties? No, they were, they were, she blurred them out. Oh, she blurred them out? She blurred, she blurred, well, no, oh, well, I guess. The, I mean, I didn't see it. When you say, when you say uh, taters, you're referring to, she had her nipples blocked. Just her Instagram. She had her nipples blocked. They uh, were blocked out? The nipples like were. Like she had pasties on? No, it was like Photoshop, like little like stars. I bet her like breasts are just weak. But they look like Jennifer Aniston's post-surgery or pre-surgery. Okay. There's a take. Uh, take for your ass. Um, I had something I had something on this. Um, she's not mentally... Now, the conservatory ship, her parents are running her shit. If you've watched anything in the news or... Yeah, if you, it, if, like, you, if you ain't following Britney Spears, I feel like our... I feel like our followers don't don't know much about Britney. Um, Britney has been going through a custody battle for herself uh, against her step her father, her father for quite some time. Where like it's a conservatory conservatory shit. Brandon used the whole word, but it's basically you know he's her like personal assistant that won't let her. That like only assists her to do what she want what he wants her to do. Like it's it's three. He's in charge of all her money. Yeah, he gives her allowance. Yeah. That's crazy. He like approves when she talks to the press. Yeah, and he yeah. he has he has rights to all her money. Yeah, I mean that that's crazy. Is, yeah, that's wow. that's absolutely wild. And you know, free Britney. I'm here. Like, um, I feel your pain. She wilding though. She she she. She's only wilding because you know she's been a child her whole entire life. Yeah. Like, speaking of that, speaking of that, because yeah. that's what I want to talk about. Mm. She has a video on her Instagram of her just dancing and like just dancing kind of crazy. And she says, I love my sneakers. Uh, all I, I dance three hours a day in front of the mirror just to myself and my feet kill me and they get blistered up. So I start wearing tennis shoes while dancing and it's so great. And I, and I now I'm just obsessed with buying tennis shoes. Look at me dancing in these tennis shoes. And I was like, <laughs> Hold the phone. What? See, that is very Michael Jackson behavior. And when I say I use him as an example because he was never allowed to grow up either. And we see what that led to. You know what I mean? Not never allowed to grow up. Like was stuck in the adolescence phase. He was never because allowed to he was because he was because he was pampered and coddled. Hold on, real quick. And Michael Jackson break. Michael Jackson break real quick. Didn't think I stayed away too long. Did I leave your mind when I was gone? But it's not my thing trying to get back. But this time, let me tell you where I'm at. I wanna wanna be where you are. Anywhere you That's Black Michael. You you don't you don't beat you don't, you can't beat Black Michael, boy. That's that's good. Like the only light skin Michael Jackson song I like is Butterflies. I just listened to that song recently on Brandon, in, listen to the album symbol uh, uh uh in Invincible album. Yeah. Take listen to the whole album, Brandon, and like I it's did. gonna it's take you much. back. It was too much. I, I did take me back. Yeah, it, it took you back to Detroit, like, right? It's not it's not yeah, it's not 
Yeah, I got we got uh, we got those that album for Christmas, or I guess I got it for Christmas. And there are some slaps on that. Uh, Rock Your World was super the, was the lead. Super duper slaps. There's a song with her, him and Biggie on that album. Oh, um, but Butterflies is. I just wanna touch, tender kiss. Said I wish that I could be with you tonight. Cause you give me butterflies. I never really thought Michael Jackson could sing. That's a hot, too hot, right? Like he can sing, but he can't sing. Like we all can sing. There are people who can sing. It's too hot to take. Michael Jackson could not sing. That's too hot to take. That's too much. Scarlett Johansson is suing Disney. Hey, hey. So I told Latoya this. She's like in the. She's like one of the only white girls. Like I would be like. Very Scarlett. interested in like dating That's a popular or having take. sex. You know what I mean? Yes. Like Scarlett Johansson and Jessica Bellum? Bill. Bill. Jessica Bill. And only and now, Jessica and Bill. And I pronounce you Chuck and Larry. She, yeah, uh, only because yeah. uh, now I pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Rainbow Who underwear. Knew? underwear. Who knew Bill had so much skill? That was but a, that was Scarlett a, Johansson, have you seen her in the little, I don't know what movie it is, but she like has some weight on her and she's like. It was like real red lipstick. She like was cheating with a boss or something like that. They had sex in like office. No. Oh my God, Brandon. Scarlett Johansson with some weight on her. I mean. Is absolutely African. Talking to a guy whose uh, biggest crush was Takara for a very long time. So he's, my, my ears perked up when you said add some weight. Topanga? Takara. Who's that? You don't know Takara? She was like the first plus size model in America's Next Top Model back in the day for Tyra Banks show. Didn't know that. Look her up. All right. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, she started the game of plus size modeling. You supposed to be talking. Where did you? Oh, oh, Scarlett Johansson. I was talking specifically about Scarlett Johansson. Yes. So she's suing Disney. Yeah. Because. A significant bonus mm-hmm. to her contract for this film was based on an exclusive theater release mm. that would have allowed her to make a bonus up to $20 million mm. since they put it out on streaming first week as well as in theaters. That number was nowhere near where it was supposed mm. to be. And she feels like she was swindled and yeah. she is suing Disney. Nice. Disney it's like it. unheard of. I feel like like I feel like she's like Hollywood's getting influenced by the uh, the uh, player player movement, like the the player empowerment era of the NBA. Oh, like, like they right to work type. Thing. Yeah, where they like call the shots. Yeah, yeah. Russell uh, Russell yep. Westbrook. Yep, like deciding where they I'm go. Here for that. And she's like, oh y'all y'all playing my money lawsuit with the quickness. That's two movie tickets. She just did the movie with them to to cost the movie. Y'all at least gotta give me half of everybody that downloaded the movie. Cause that's two movie tickets. Thirty that's bucks. True. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Thirty oh, bucks. No that's, that's two two movie tickets. That's that's supposed to be me. I don't know, man. You can give me one of them. Scarlett be working though. I don't I don't I mean. Scarlett Joe be working. Get her. Get yours. Get yours. And uh, you know, I really don't think people are like it hurt it hurt 
the placing of her like Marvel and all this stuff. If it's perfectly fine, like I don't think I, I don't people a are woman like fighting for money that she shouldn't have got. Yeah, everybody else chill. Yeah, take a back seat on your commentary if it's not good. Go get yours. Simple as that. Simple as that. Yeah, and that's on the Matrix creator. Now, uh, brothers, when they create the show, now brother and sister. Who's your mama? The people that made The Matrix. It was a brother directorial duo. Yeah, but the writer was a black woman. And she sued. Oh. It, it was a long thing. Like, she didn't get paid till the third movie came out. Oh, I know. It was a that. huge lawsuit. They took her work and readapted. No, no. Robin Thicke is still bouncing back from getting sued by the Marvin Gaye family for uh, Blur Lines. Remember that song? Mm-hmm. I used to go out and party and dance around. Why did you want me to put vulnerability on the rundown? It might have been the, the booty eating. Um, conversation. No, 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 no. Okay. No, no, no. It definitely wasn't. It definitely wasn't. Vulnerability. Um, I'll put vulnerability on there. Um, I know, right? And it was super deep. Um, oh, man. I ain't going to say no names. I ain't even going to tell y'all the perf- the situation. But some of y'all be crying on these social medias. All right? Like, y'all have these breakdown moments that you're supposed to be having at a pulpit at church. And y'all have them on social media. You will never catch me breaking down on social media to 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 nobody. Like That's y'all ain't never gonna topic. catch me. Y'all never gonna catch me out here. And I don't want to say never because never is never right. But y'all ain't gonna catch me out here like showing y'all I'm sad. Like I, you just ain't going. Yeah, I think you've probably seen the power of video too much to like. You're like I'm not gonna give someone ammo. Yeah. To. No, it's not about giving people ammo. It's just about comfort—the comfort of vulnerability. Like, how, who can you be comfort, vulnerable? Well, I would with? say, yeah, yeah. Well, and okay. When do you? When do you? There's a conversation vulnerable? definitely to people thinking that their following is the place to be vulnerable. That's probably a curation of mm-hmm. your actual followers and, like, you know, the comfort. But some, but some people don't do that. I don't know. I think. Shout out to Joy Taylor. I think she uh, totes the line very, very well, especially on Twitter, just kind of clapping back at people and, and you know, being in the comments actively. Uh, that takes a, a huge level of amount of vulnerability on her part to highlight these things that people are saying and then, you know, make fun of them at the same time. But still, it's a, a shout out to her for, for doing that. But there there is a... It's a line. I mean, it's like yeah. there's there's a there's a... I don't know, a measurement that needs to be taken. I remember I was in Africa with a group of cohort artists, and they was like, and like I broke down crying in front of them. It was like, you know, we they were like, I've never seen you like this. You know, I've never seen you vulnerable, da, 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 da. And we just thought you had it all planned. You know, we thought you, they basically like ascribing me to the black, strong black woman trope, but you just strong black artist trope. And I was right. like, I said to them like, what well, I look like crying in front of y'all? You know, I, while I'm crying, I'm like, "What I look like crying in front of y'all? Y'all don't care about me. Y'all, 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 y'all care what I'm thinking, what I feel, what 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 really happened. You know what I mean? Like I'm 
really, oh, really vulnerable. So you had some stuff to say. Yeah, no, I was really vulnerable because it was like, because that's the thing. Like, people don't give people that chance. And then when people, like, try to give people the chance, like, no, fuck you. You wouldn't own that. Because because we don't know when people are trying to get be vulnerable, right? Like right. we 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 never listen for those telltale signs to be like, okay, this person's trying to be vulnerable. Let me go ahead and let them be vulnerable right now, and it builds up to where the vulnerability is a lash out instead of a yeah. You know, I was just I trying think, to. So that that's a perfect. I don't want to get uh, preachy even more than I usually do, but this book that I'm reading is called The Emotionally Healthy Leader. Um, definitely more like it's probably geared towards like pastors but i think that there's a lessons to be learned about emotionally healthy leadership right Mm -hmm. and i think that all all of us trying to be entrepreneurs everyone building these llc's need to take good deep looks inside of themselves to make sure that they're in positions to lead because their businesses are represented by their person you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like they're you're being hired and your person is hired like make sure you're good right right so they talk about shadows um and how how we're raised and how we felt about how we're raised is part of the fabric of who we are Mm. and it's hard to separate those things unless you're you've taken the time to address them and think about them Mm -hmm. but since reading the book i've taken the time to think of like when i feel like to having a strong reaction to something that happens in the moment i take the time to think okay like why Am I having a strong reaction to this? Like what? Mm-hmm. Like what? Like self-assessing things like roadblock pissing me off because he's just being insubordinate, and it's like, like I have I have a problem feeling like I'm not being heard, or you know mm-hmm. what I mean, or like not being listened to mm-hmm. for like, you know, yeah, yeah, like that. I think like that's and that's why I was like, that's okay. That's not Roblox's fault. Like. Let me chill on the dog. Like, you know, the dogs are here to be kicked for some people. But, like, I don't need to be – because I guess I'm aware of the energy I'm putting out there because Carter's watching me so right, much. Right, right, right. So, like, I don't want to be screaming at Rody and, like, going, <laughs> going nuts on him and he's over there. Yeah, he's going to go over there and get bit, smacking Rody in the face or, like, that's trying exactly to – happen. Trying to, but, that's not, but because of that, I've seen I've seen him like mimic me a little bit, like kind of wave Rody to get out of the kitchen, like get go, and like Carter's like wiping his hands stuff. So I'm hilarious. Addressing, that's so cute. So I'm addressing that stuff because I don't want that necessarily that energy yeah. around him. Yeah. So um, it is. I think in that vein, I think it is important to face our shadows. He said something about if you don't face your own shadow, you won't be able to recognize other people's. Mm. So so there's a. As long as you're being play, putting the mask on and playing, you're in the game with everyone else playing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. There's a yeah a secular motion to think. But anyways, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I do think you should be vulnerable, but I just think that vulnerability needs to not only be forewarned, like Your currency. No, uh, no, 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 no. Like you have to prepare people for it. And like gauge if people are, hey, I want to be vulnerable. Are people ready you, for that? Type yeah, of stuff? I don't yeah. know if you're ready. Like, yeah, those type of friends. Like, yeah, because yeah. like you just got to clarify with people because people don't know how to take vulnerability. Some people will use it against you. Some people right. will like use it, um, or give you terrible advice, right? And then right. you know other people will. So you got to just, hey, I'm about to be vulnerable. I've had I've had talks with Eric because I've told him like I wanted our friendship to gonna 
like I wanted to like have like deep conversations about that. I mean, he's he not he's not in he he's not a deep conversationist. He want to, well he can't yeah he'd have a deep conversation, but it's not like uh, it's like oh damn, but like you know sucks that you're going through that. Which mm, which which it, which is good to hear and stuff like that, but it's never like a not never, but like yeah, there's certain certain depths that I like I like want to try to get to, and you can't get there if you don't try. Yeah, like and you, you got to start the conversation. That's what you say. You got to prep somebody because sometimes you prep people and they're like, no, 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 I'm not. It's not for yeah. me right now, and which like, is fine. Yeah, oh, it's 100%. perfectly fine. You know, yeah. I mean, you can't be. I love people telling me people no. got their own energies. I, I mean, it. their own shit going on. Like, hey, like, no, nah, I'm. I ain't feeling like when people correct me, it, I get hype. I get hype when yeah, people like. I don't have an issue with that, but yeah. You got an issue when people correct you? No, I got an issue with you liking to be corrected because it feels like you just put yourself in a position to be corrected more yeah. than. Just I mean, I'm growing every single time. Okay, yeah. Am I not? That's how we. That's how we grow. Yeah, I mean, that's how, that's how you grow specifically. Um, summertime. Summer, summer, summer. It is the time. end of July. It is August time at this to point. Get back and unwind. And summer's coming to an end. Summer is coming summer, to an end. Summer, summer the time. the rush out of summer is started by football and its return. But I don't necessarily. I mean, I do want to talk about football, kind of, because you know the NFL season is coming up, and there's a lot of things to look at, uh, and I'm excited about some some things. But summertime ending is is it's a, it's it's a thing. It's an yeah. energy. It's an energy thing. Yeah. It's I think. It's funny that COVID broke just long enough for people, people to go outside, outside mm-hmm. during the summer, and then it's like, okay, oh, Delta variant, here we come. Let's let's uh, everybody lock lock get locked back up again. Yep. Get locked back up again. I mean, yeah, people. I'm, I'm people like quarantine. Like, oh, oh, got you. People are you saying people are cool yeah, to quarantine? It was like, hey, you come outside for summertime. After summertime, get your ass back in. Speaking of that, I'm I'm a little bit apprehensive. To the uh, to the reunion in 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 Orlando now. Yeah, Orlando is. I mean, those theme parks are international places where international people come to touch things, and and they talk about the the Delta var- uh, variant being spread like a common cold. And I'm like, uh, hold up, mm. like we weren't going to go to the parks anyways because we weren't going to go to be going to the parks, but. Um, but yeah, that's uh, it's about to get real again, basically. Mm. Like gearing up to the realness again. So we'll be uh, and that's my that's my opinion. I'm excited. I'm excited for it. You know, I'm here for either open or close. All right, I'm gonna make it work. I'm gonna make it do what it do, baby. I'm gonna make it do what it do, baby. And I, and I, I have no, I have no, I have. You don't no have time. any contracts that are affected by that. Yeah, but I don't want to. I like no, I don't. I, I, I say yes, but no, I don't. Like school. I don't like that work. That is my nine to five work. You know what I mean? Like right. that's my, that's like my, oh, I got to get up and go to work today. Right. It's like, even though I love kids and love teaching and, you know, they always hit me with inspiration and always have me thinking about stuff. Choosing um, our future. Doing kid, doing, you know, class after class. Well, <laughs> doing class after class. Oh, speaking of doing kids, though, real quick. Do you hear R. Kelly got, um, he's going to, he's, uh, he has a trial. His trial starts August 6th um, in New York. Trial for, trial for what? Uh, he has, he, he's on trial for uh, underage boys. Two underage boys uh, that messed with him when they were 17 have come out and 
um, have allegations against him in New York. So not only does he have the trial in Chicago, he now has a trial Talking in New York. Talking about for boys. being vulnerable on camera, that Gail King interview was, I I was like, it was one of those like pinch me moments. Like I cannot believe I've watched the Boondocks, enjoyed that fan fiction, and then stayed around long enough to see this really happen. Yeah, that was. Yep. Fantastic. Yep. Terrible, obviously, because he's a monster, but yeah. I mean, he's a victim to an extent. He's a victim. But, but that's what I'm saying. So just side note on that part. But no, when I'm like teaching and, you know, doing class after class after class, it's like kids, you know, they get attached. They think that you have a deeper bond with them than you actually do because you probably said something that was valuable to them. Yeah, you know I mean? they they don't they don't think that you at work, you at school. Yeah, right, right, right. You ain't at work. You at they school. Right. And you know you you're you're loving this. This is different from what I normally do. So you must right. absolutely love it because you're the fun that's interrupting right. this weak ass. You're European the TV that get wheeled in. Right. Yeah. Only the TV is working, and mm-hmm. you know I'm sorry my feet hurt. Um, y'all are getting on my nerves. Y'all are. And <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm not. I, I, I could be spending my time doing something else. So no, yeah, it does bother my contracts very much. So, but I've been trying to like ease off of my contracts. I, I put in for a bid for the school system, and a bid is like you become a regular vendor. So like any school, so many schools have requested me to. They're like, you might as well just be one of our regular vendors instead of this like oh yeah like surf friendly sea yeah right so i put in the bid and they put in like what do you want to be paid for your services and i think the cap is like 150 or no the cap is 50 dollars. i put 150 the cap is 50 and i got denied because i put 150 it said denied spread love enterprise denied because uh purchase price was too much oh my god but i'm not waiting baby You know, I and I don't I don't say this. Fifty dollars is wild. Fifty dollars is wild. To go somewhere and do anything. Anything. And I put one fifty because I do three things. I teach literacy, I teach public speaking, and I teach creative writing. It's 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 a it's a three tiered bang. Yeah. It's a three tiered bang. And uh, I spread love. It's like I'm not I'm not here for that. And y'all gotta pay me more. Ah, uh, it's just it just is what it is. Uh, I'm sorry. I have like outside contracts that are just fine group homes and everything else, they pay me my price. The school system, y'all trying to be cheap? Not with me, sir. Yeah, I mean, that's what the school system does. Right. Like, professionally. Um, that's pretty much it. I said I had some stuff about football, but think, things will things will uh, maturate. Yeah, because um, we got football coming up. Football is going to be good. I mean, summertime, you talk about summertime, people going back in, vaccines and stuff. It's crazy. It's a weird world we live in, but I'm glad that y'all are here listening to this world, world, weird world. Say a toy boat five times Shit. fast. Toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat. Can't do it. Toy boat, toy boat. <clears throat> you do it. Your mu- toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy. After the fart, third one, it gets it gets toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat. After that third one, man, it gets real hard. Where did you find that? I find it. I find Brandon. Oh, the mad the things. No, no, I no. Have. But you've been doing that. That's like I feel like I've been doing that since I was eight. Oh yeah, it is old. That's ain't a it? deep cut. The toy butt. 
boat, toy boat. You, <laughs> you talking about that? Are you talking about pistol? You talking about toy butt is, is full circle for this podcast. How you started it? Would you uh, eat a mannequin's butt? No, I wouldn't eat the butt of the bread. All right, um, we're going to we're we're coming to our end. Before we do thoughts and prayers, I had a word of the day. Yes. All right, word of the day. Um, Tids Optimus. You said what? Tids Optimus. Tids Optimus. Tids Optimus. Tids Optimus. Tids Optimus is someone who is optimistic about how much time they have to prepare for something, but end up being late anyway. Procrastination? Yes, basically. But but it's like a tits optimist, like, oh yeah, I'll be it's it's like it's different. Like you you get hype because you actually you think you have enough time, but then you are so over optimistic that it's like crunch time and you gotta like, throw something together. <laughs> no, it's an adjective. I think. No, yeah. It's an M? What's an M? Where'd you find that uh word? TikTok. There you go. Yep. Lifeblood. Curtis, oh. Curtis sent me on something on TikTok. And I had me in my kitchen for 20 minutes standing in my kitchen just looking at stuff. Oh, on TikTok? Yes. Yes. Because he sent me one thing. One thing. Oh, my God, Brandon. Me and, so, LaToya, me and, me and LaToya, we have a thing where she'll get off work and she comes home and the kids like running around. She's got to start like while she's doing dinner or like. I'm doing the dishes. We'll just sit there and watch TikTok together. I have like favorite TikToks that I've saved, and we'll just run through them. Wow, it's it's it's, it's, it's good quality time. You no, know, it's it's different. It's definitely different. I wanted to um show you these real quick. I wanted to give a shout out before we go to Wicker Chairs. I actually um took a I had a photo shoot recently with one of my favorite photographers. Uh, you can swipe uh, left. One of my favorite photographers in Louisville, she goes by the name of Issa, Visuals by Issa on her um, on her Instagram. And y'all, she's my favorite photographer in the city. Like when I say her eyes, just ridiculous. So um, we had a photo shoot. And when I say we, it was also me and um, a young, young homie, Ashley Phillips. Um, uh, she's a creative designer, just a creative in general. Um, and she wanted to borrow my wicker chair. So I have a peacock wicker chair that I bought um, some time ago. And it is just by far the my favorite thing in the house. Um, because there's such a history to wicker chairs. There's such a, um, a nostalgia and just familiarity. So, like, I know if you black off top. And I know we try not to generalize on the show about, you know, all black people and all this other stuff, but like but. it's there's a good chance like the wicker chance might be the exception to the rule. And it's not just black people. There's white people. Fucking Gary um sent me a picture on my Instagram or on my Facebook and said you did the wicker chair better, but it was him and Karen. In a wicker chair. Eric's, Eric's mom Eric's and dad. dad. Eric's mom and dad. Was, I said, Gary, you know what? Y'all actually did it really nice. I wonder where that chair is. I want that chair from him. Um, but, like, if you were black, it's almost, like, 95% chance you have a picture of a some relative, some peer person you don't know, sitting in a wicker chair in the photo albums of your of your house. 
Yeah. Wicker chairs are staples. Either it's the wicker chair that was in the room or the wicker chair that the room is surrounding, or the, the wicker chair picture that the room is surrounding. No, like a, seriously. Center, a centerpiece of the of the family room. Seriously, though. So you seen, um, so you, I just showed you the pictures, right? So I had a little photo shoot. Uh, we had a no kids party, me and some um, uh, other people adults. That have kids. People that have kids. Yeah, we was like, <laughs> like have a no kids party. And I brought the chair and my Polaroid camera. Um, did I tell you I was turning it into a booth? No. Like, people are actually, like, inviting me to, like, functions, and it's going to be, like, a photo booth. So, I'm going to use the the screen. I'm going to set up the, like, the wow. black, drop, black backdrop. I might get some fabric um, and have my Polaroid camera and charge $5 a pick. $5 a picture. That's a, that's a solid hustle. Right? Not hustle, but because it gives. I mean, it's it, a hustle. Well, I'm saying it. it there's a, there's there's a, a service. benefit for both people. It's there's, some, there's a solid service there. Yeah, solid service. Solid. Yes. And you saw the pictures I took, right? Two Bell, right? You like them? Yeah. The what? pictures I took? Yeah. You like them? Yeah. It was very nostalgic, right? Gave you very, like, 1980s, late 1980s, early 90s feel. No? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Whatever. Um, But, yeah, so, like, um, that's the thing. Wicker chairs are like that. Like, they are really... Um, mm, it's like a like a like a timepiece. Yes, a timepiece and a staple in the black community more so. So, what is the the history of them? Um, uh, there was a lot of so <laughs> I hate researching things on like European websites because they always trace it back to European. So, like I literally said, what's the history of wicker chairs? And they said there was one on the fucking Mayflower. Of the pilgrims or some bullshit. Is that not true? It's absolutely not true. Like wicker chairs. Why could never been a wicker chair on the Mayflower? I'm not saying it couldn't been one on the Mayflower, but that's not where the first one came from. You feel me? Like that's, that's not. That's not what you said. What I say? You said that the one was. It's been around so long that one was in the Mayflower. No, I didn't. I said that they. I looked up when the first where you know where wicker chairs came from. Yeah. And the source said Mayflower, like the pilgrims brought them over. That's absolutely ridiculous. Okay, what is the genesis then? Um, indigenous Africans, of course. Everything comes from Africa, you know. And I'm always gonna go back to Africa, but the Raditan, it's Raditan um, uh, material, um, which is like indigenous to Africa, Asia. It was indigenous to the Americas as well. So, like, all these indigenous people were making their own types of chairs, but the peacock style specifically is African. West African. Nice. Yep. So, yeah, just a old, just a shout out to y'all real quick, man. Uh, really, I think I'm going to start collecting them. You know how much a wicker chair goes for? Like a peacock wicker no, chair? that just seems like a bad use of space. I mean, not if you like. Not if you, yeah, not if you're if it's if it's a part of your business. Yeah, if it's profitable, it's profitable. You get the space, but you know how much they go for? No. Guess. Like you seen mine? Like if I went on eBay right now and put that up, what could I get for that? What do you think? Thirteen hundred. Yeah, about fifteen. Fifteen is like two thousand even, but like those are more design heavy. Um, Peacock wicker chairs, but they run, 
that's the standard price. Like twelve hundred dollars is the standard like going price. So I, if I and do make it, it's expensive. Yeah, it is. It is. And if I make it, like if I actually make it a thing, I'm gonna have people sign releases or something. Like I got releases or take out insurance. I think I might take out insurance for the chair. Because if I break a chair, like I, I, I either want my money or I want the chair back. So like. Some fat fucker is at a club, and I'm. Well, if, if it's a business, then could you just get a new one and that be written off? Mm. I don't know. Anyway, I'm gonna be a collector though. I think I want to collect wicker chairs. I really love them. I can't wait till these photos come out. I'm gonna shit on people. You need to get a photo shoot. You need to have like a like a photo shoot. Just treat mm-hmm. yourself. Mm-hmm. Why not? Not, I'm not into anything that someone says I need. It's kind of like ironic for the vaccine for people. I guess it's funny, but yeah, it's crazy ironic. Yeah, not uh, into. I'm not into things that people say I need. I am. I'm not. That's I think most people are generally. That's why you got liquid nitrogen running through your veins and mercury and uh, MSD and GMOs. I'm just saying shit, but yeah, I, you know. No, yeah, that I mean, just yeah, generally, I I am excited because I'm I'm going to be seeking out uh, therapy soon, trying to oh, try get that organized. Dope. dope. Yeah, so I'm excited. I might about do that. that. I, I need to start taking steps to do it too. I, I yeah. want to look for a therapist though. I need them to be black, be male or female, but I definitely need a black therapist. Shouldn't be hard to find. But yeah, no, it's uh, but yeah, I'm 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 excited to uh, to just be better. Straight up. Yeah. Got thoughts and prayers? Um, I probably should, but I don't think I do. I think, uh, yeah, thoughts and prayers to everybody out here in the heat. I know it's real. Um, and uh, enjoy it while you can. That's weak, but that's what I got. Uh, We're going to take what you got. We're going to take what you got. Thoughts and prayers. It's okay to not be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And thoughts and prayers to the people who aren't okay. And you know, thoughts and prayers that you get okay, or that you find your way to happiness. Life is suffering. Um, I wrote on my Twitter that I'm like positive. You see that? I said that like I'm I'm positive, but positivity doesn't come from being happy just for the sake of being happy. It comes from gratitude. So I am grateful. That makes me happy. And because I am happy, I am positive or have a positive outlook on life. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, it's the gratitude. Now, I understand that life is suffering and you are going through what you're going through. And, uh, you know, again, my thoughts and my prayers are that you find, you know, peace and solace in something. Um, but at the same time, you know, you might, or my little advice, start with gratitude and really go a long way. Um, I was at the laundry mat and this dude. We had a cool exchange. It wasn't a long conversation at all. I was just holding the door open for him. He's like, I don't need the door open, man. I'm just packing this up. But, man, if it was just little little acts of kindness, man, we can, it would bring us all together. I was like, right on, bro. I can dig it. And I just realized you've been eating pretzels this entire podcast. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>